From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. What a joy it is to welcome you today to our time here on this station. We're here five days a week, and I trust you'll join us as often as you possibly can. We're excited because we get to dig into the Word of God every day, spend some time just looking at what God's given us about how to handle things, how to live our life, and uh, all of the great things that we find in the Bible. Right now, we are looking at a series of messages that have to do with getting the blessing of God in your life. And all of these are taken out of the book of the Psalms, where the word blessed is used. And I think we are learning some things that will help us to secure the blessing of God in our life. Today, we're going to be looking at Psalm 37, And let me just remind you, before we get to the reading of that passage, that November 11 and 12 is the Sword of the Lord Men's Conference, and it's going to be right here in Murfreesboro, right here at Sword Headquarters, starting on Friday night at 6 o'clock, continuing until Saturday at 1 o'clock. Of course, taking some time out to sleep, but at the same time, a packed agenda on Friday night and Saturday morning. And guys, you're going to love this. It's a fantastic time, and I hope that you'll plan to be with us. Check out the Sword of the Lord website to get the full details, and we'll look forward to seeing you here. So let's get right to our study today. We're going to be looking at Psalm 37 and looking at another one of these passages that has the blessed word in it. And we'll begin reading at verse 23, down through verse 26, where the blessed word occurs. Here's what it says. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he, that is the good man, delighteth in his way, that is, in the Lord's way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread." He, the good man, is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Now, uh, that last phrase talks about his seed being blessed. Now, what are we talking about? We're talking about his offspring. We're talking about the next generation. Here's a man who has made the right choices. He has lived his life the way that life ought to be lived. He's honored the Lord. He's raised a family in the process, and his family now gravitating toward adulthood, maybe already there at adulthood, and the proof, as they say, is in the pudding. It's in the eating of the pudding. I mean, you look at what has happened here, and what do we see as the result of this man letting his own steps be ordered of the Lord? Well, it says that his offspring are blessed. It's a wonderful thing. Psalm 1-1 says, that the man who follows the Lord, basically, and has some details about that, is a blessed man. Here we're learning that that blessing can be passed to another generation. And you say, well, does that just mean that automatically the next generation is going to get the blessing? No, it's not that at all. It's just a matter of fact that this man who lives like he ought to live, follows the Lord like he should, does the things that are mandated in the Word of God, does it with heart, does it with spirit, does not live a double-tongued type of life where he's doubling standards and stuff like that. No, none of that. There's no hypocrisy in him, but he's genuine, he's real to the bone, and what the Lord says is it's going to pay off in the next generation in his life. Now I want you to look at the details of what we read here. 
Verse 23, the opening part of that verse says that a good man orders his steps by the Lord. That is, he lets the Lord be his master. He lets the Lord tell him where he ought to put his feet, where he ought to step next. And whenever we have decisions to make, whenever we're contemplating great things that we might want to do, places we want to go, etc., we need to be sure that we are following the Lord and letting Him give direction in our life. Now, the second part of that verse says that this good man not only takes orders, but he delights in the Lord's way. Now, remember, we learned this also in Psalm 1. It says this man that is the blessed man, he, he not only meditates in the law of the Lord day and night, but he delights in it. And here we find that again. This man, he's letting the Lord guide him, and in the process of it, he's not resisting. He's not rebellious. He's not saying, well, Lord, I don't think I want to do that. He doesn't take time to say, well, I know what you've said, and I know it's right, but I think I'll pray about it or some such thing as that. I mean, folks, sometimes it's not a matter of praying about something. It's a matter of when the way is clear and the Lord has made it clear, just get in gear and do it. You don't dilly-dally around even when you're doing some spiritual activity. I'm not demeaning prayer at all, but I'm just simply saying there's times to be obedient and just do what you've been told that you should do. And what he says here is this man not only hears the Lord's orders, he not only takes those orders, but he delights in them. And I love it when I hear that and see that. And then verse 24 gives us another step in the process. It says, though this man fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. Now, here's what happens because every single one of us living and breathing, all of us are human beings, and once in a while, we're going to misstep on something. Doing the best we know how to do, we may misstep. Now, I'm not giving you credit for that. I'm not giving you an excuse to get to do that. But I'm just simply saying that if you do misstep, I hope it'll be a small misstep and not a huge one. But at the same time, if you fail, if you falter, if somehow or other you do that which is not in the Lord's plan for your life, then uh, this man, because he is who he is, he shall not be utterly cast down. He is not done. He is not down for the count. This man is going to get up again. In fact, you remember there's a place in the Proverbs that says, A just man falleth seven times, but riseth up again. And that's one of the keys. Whenever you're saved, you're born again, you may get knocked down, you may trip and fall. A lot of things could happen to you. But in the process of that, if you're born again, if you're saved, if you have the Lord in your heart, the Bible says you're going to get up. You're not going to lay down like a pig in the wallow. You're not going to do that. You're going to get up again. And this is exactly what we're looking at here. And we know that we can do that because the second part of that verse says, it is the Lord who upholds this man with his hand. And whenever you and I are allowing the Lord to guide us, guess what? He does uphold us. And he delights, I think, in the doing of that. Now, there's a testimony included here in verse 5 where the psalmist said, I've been young and now I'm old. He's just reciting the fact that he's lived a long life. And he says, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed, talking about his offspring, begging bread. That just simply means that the Lord takes care of his children, and he takes care of a man's family when a man does what he ought to do. 
Now, obviously, if you go lay down all day and spend every day all day on the couch, uh, that's not a part of the plan. The Lord wants you to be up and about. He wants you to be working. He wants you to go after the needs that you have. And what does he do? He blesses us with health. He gives us strength. He enables us. He provides things for us along the way. But we're not going to find the blessing of the Lord if we just laze our way through life. It's more than what we can imagine how the Lord will be good to us, how he will uphold us, he will do things for us that we need to have done. And then he says about this good man, verse 26, he says that he is ever merciful and lendeth. Now that just simply means that this man has a compassionate heart, he sees other people, sees their need, and in the doing of that, he is good to other people. I'm telling you, if you know the Lord... And if your life is being lived according to the Lord's directions and what he would have you to do in your life, I guarantee you it's going to make a real difference in how you relate to other people. You'll not be able to be harsh and angry and ugly to other people and tell me that you're right with God. I just simply do not believe that. You cannot be right with God and just be somebody who is passing around ugly all the time. You cannot do that. It's not the way that we are to go. And this passage says, this man whose steps are ordered by the Lord, he is ever merciful and he lendeth. He helps to provide for other people who may have a basic need in their life. Now, in addition to that, we get down to this phrase, and this is where I've been coming all the while, and his seed is blessed. We're talking about the generational blessing here. How that if a man raises children, and he himself is a godly man, and he has the blessing of God on his life, he will pass along the things to his children that will enable them to get their steps in order, and get their steps headed right, and get their life in the direction it ought to go. And therefore, the same Lord who was good in the past generation will be good in this generation and will be good in the next generation. I'm telling you, it's wonderful to see a family who builds generation after generation without delving off into the world or heading down some path that the devil has laid out. But instead, this man is going to see the next generation of his family, the legacy that he's going to leave because he has lived for the Lord, that is absolutely going to be something very, very special indeed. And so he's just saying, bless me, and uh, I need that blessing. And whenever he gets blessed, guess what? His offspring as well can be blessed. And I'm telling you, I can say amen. I can say wow to all of that because it's just pretty exciting indeed. I mean, we're talking about a generational payoff here where the blessing also is available and is coming to the next generation. So what we do now does pay later. So here's what I recommend to you, what I recommend for all of us. Number one, let's be sure that we've got our convictions in place. Let's be sure that we have our position nailed down right so that the Lord's plan and the Lord's doctrine and all of those things that we have yielded ourselves to those and we have made our convictions the same as the Lord's convictions. And out of that, we develop character. Now, I remember my grandfather years ago 
talking about people being a character. He would say a character because of the way he pronounced it. And uh, yet at the same time, what he was talking about was there's some people, the character they have, well, he needed to mispronounce it or pronounce it a little differently because it was off color. It was a shady character. And I think that was his intent in the saying of it that way. Now, what we're looking at is if we get our convictions down right, then our character develops out of that. And that's why we say here, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And when we get our character in place and we live that consistently, and here's a main point, it's great to have convictions. We need to have those convictions. And it's great to have character. We need to build that character out of those convictions. And at the same time, we need to do that consistently. What you are at church on Sunday You ought to be at your house on Sunday night when you get back from church. You ought to be that same person on Monday, that same person on Tuesday, throughout the week. You ought to be the same person summer, winter, fall, and spring. I mean, consistency pays off big time. And just continue in that. Just continue in that so that 10 years from now, you're still building on the convictions that you found in the Word of God, and you are still the same person character-wise that you were 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And you build on that because you have found the Lord's way, and you're letting Him guide and direct your life. And the payoff, not only for you, but for the next generation, when this verse says, and His seed is blessed, His seed is blessed, that is so special, that is so powerful, And it's something that every one of us can claim, and we can build on that and have it in our life and in our family as well. I hope that you'll give your attention to it. It's Psalm 37, verses 23 through 26. Now, let me just remind you that I love to hear from our folks who listen to the broadcast. And if you would simply write me a note sometime, email is radio at swordofthelord.com. The regular address is Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. So write me a note. I'd love to hear from you. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. So God bless you. Have a great rest of the day. And goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.